hey guys, happy launch week. I've got a special offer for you just this week, Monday through Friday, as we're kicking off the Make It Joy podcast. Every single coaching package that I have is 30% off. And this is available just this week during launch week, Monday through Friday. This is available for up to 10 people. First come, first served. So use your coupon code, happy launch week, all capital letters, all pushed together in one word. Hi, I'm Caroline Music, and I'm a certified life and spiritual coach, and I love to help women live life with more joy. My job is to completely and wholeheartedly believe the best in you and believe the best for you. I think that life is meant to be enjoyed, and we're meant to live with passion, purpose, and fun. In this podcast, we will talk about all things joy, what brings you joy, what keeps you from joy, and how to just enjoy life more in general. You are uniquely and wonderfully made, and you are who you are and how you are for a reason. My hope for you is that you will adore being you. Build a life you love, soak up as many moments as you can, and enjoy the heck out of life. Welcome to the Make It Joy Podcast. Well, hello there, and welcome to the Make It Joy Launch Week Day 2. This is Caroline Busick. I am your host, and I am the owner of Make It Joy Life and Spiritual Coaching for Women. I help women find more joy and purpose in their lives. Uh, I'd love to help you if you need it. Uh, Today, we are talking with Jessica Burns of Jessica B. Styling. She is a personal stylist, deeply committed to helping women reclaim their identity and personal style following motherhood. She helps women foster a stronger connection with their true selves and regain a revitalized sense of pride and confidence in how they show up in the world. And uh, this, I thought this was a fun one. We talk about the joy of expressing yourself through what you wear. And um, and like every guest that's on the show this week, she is accessible and she wants you to find the easiest way in to where you go from possibly not liking your clothes or not liking you in your clothes to where you feel confident, where you feel good, where you love your wardrobe, you love what you've got to wear. And I, I thought Jessica was a great guest. I thought she was fun to talk to. And I also thought she was very sweet. And, um, and most of these guests I did not know. And I had a great time choosing who was going to be on the show. Um, I Googled and Googled. I knew which categories I wanted on mostly. And, um, I just looked for people that I thought you would like to know and that I would like to know and people that I thought would, would bring something helpful and valuable to you either through their business or through their own story. And Jessica is someone I, I just, number one, I liked her style. I thought she had cool style, but, um, I also just thought she, uh, she just seemed warm and, and turns out she is. So <laughs> let's meet her guys. Um, let's see. So I've got three words for today and I would call this episode today, I would call it fun, inspiring, and encouraging. And, uh, you know, one question I think that we answered well, and one thing you're going to find out in this episode is, what is your 80-year-old self begging you to do with your fashion, with your style? So let's see what what the 80-year-old her is up to. Okay, have fun. Hey, Jessica, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. This is such a pleasure. I'm so excited to talk about style and what it means to me and what it means to women, I think, (laughs) to your listeners. That's great. I think everybody's going to be really excited about this episode. I really am because I um, I'm a creative person. I'm an expressive person. And I've always liked, uh, to express myself through my clothing. It's led to a lot of really weird outfits and stuff that isn't pulled <laughs> together. 
But I think it's a really, it can be if we allow it to be such a fun topic. Yes, absolutely. I think that it kind of brings back like an inner child dress up feeling sometimes, you know, like when we're little and we put on our mom's clothes or our big sister's clothes and just feel like a princess or a queen or a movie star. And you know, you can you can do that more often than we probably do. I love that. You know, the older we get, the more I feel like rules we have will in everything. But I have um I have one daughter. You have do you have two? Just one. Just a one. girl and a boy. Okay. And how old is your girl? She is five, almost six. Oh, mine too. And okay, so <laughs> I love what you're saying about being a little girl. And I I read something or heard something a while ago about how <laughs> when little girls get dressed, they put on all of their favorite things all at once. <laughs> yes. And I love to watch my little girl get dressed. And I gave up probably when she was three with um, like trying to put her in little things that I thought were acceptable or were really cute. And I was never, you know, strict on that or anything, but I, after a while, she she really started to show a preference towards this and that. And now I love watching her get dressed every morning. She picks her, like this morning, uh, she was wearing a Halloween outfit because she wanted to draw stuff about Halloween all the time. And it's, I don't even know what month it is. It's sometime in the summer, July. <laughs> it's the July. end of July. <laughs> and I just think watching these little kids dress with, abandon and freedom and just going towards what they like and think is pretty is I think it's the coolest thing. Have you, have you found that with your little girl? I agree. I, so <laughs> I tried really hard to dress her for a while. Same, same as you. I think about three is probably when they hit that three major stage of I'm going to do this by myself. Um, and then it kind of was like a light bulb moment for me as well, because I thought I am hindering her creativity, you know, by forcing her to wear what I want her to wear. I mean, obviously there's some stipulations around like appropriateness of season and things like that. But um, yeah, she, I love seeing what she comes out with in the morning. And sometimes it's like, I would have never picked that out in a good way. And sometimes it's like, you go girl. Like that's fabulous. <laughs> well, I've never seen so much leopard and cheetah in my life, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I yeah. love how, um, just how open they are with it. And I, I would love to, have that same kind of openness and just joy from my clothing and, and the way that I dress myself. Um, and I know that you, I mean, you're a stylist. This is what you do for a living. And so do you, do you find style and fashion as a grown woman? Do you find it to, be, to still be really fun and kind of magic? Oh, absolutely. So one of the great things about my job is that I get to play dress up for a living and the Instagram reels, TikToks kind of thing has made that a possibility for me. You know, I'll go through 10 outfits in a day sometimes and I'm just playing in my closet and trying new things. And yeah, so absolutely. I, I feel very blessed that I get to find the joy in it. And I, and I know that's not the case for everyone. You know, we get to a point when we're a certain age and we start to get, care a lot more about how we're being seen and that kind of hinders our creativity. Um, and then also just being a mom and just being busy and not having time to play dress up. Um, so yeah, I, I do, I get to um, find the joy and hopefully rekindle that joy in in my clients lives i think that uh well firstly your your videos are they're so fun it's like a fashion show it's just you just get to watch and it's like oh it's fashion show time um <laughs> <laughs> but i i i suspect that 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 rekindling the joy you can have that everyone can have that do you think yeah absolutely i i think that you have to find it though. You have to make time for it. Um, and some people are in a space for that right now. And some people will be eventually. Um, but it, it has to be a priority, I think. And um, it's not 
I don't want, I don't ever want to force that on someone. Like you have to find joy in style or, (laughs) um, you know, there are more, there are things in life that are more important, but I do think it is a key part of our day. I mean, we're not walking around naked, you know, you have to get dressed every day. And so if you can find the joy in it, then the way you start your day might just go a little bit smoother. Well, and I think, uh, you know, we, we've talked a little bit about how, how joyful it can be. And I, we're naturally walking into what a bummer it can be. And I, <laughs> I, you know, because, well, it's almost like eating too. You get dressed every day and you eat every day. And there can be so much joy in like making a beautiful meal and, and having, trying a new recipe and the same with clothing. But if you have to do it every day, I think just the, the mere fact that it's a routine can, if you're not really thoughtful about it, um, I think it can make it feel a little bit like a drudge and and like, okay, I'm just going to slap on this and this again, and this smells fine, so we'll do that, you know? Mm-hmm. I know that I've certainly had my experience where I don't feel cute when I'm out in the world, and it does affect, like it impacts how I feel in general. It can affect my mood. But also one thing that is... Uh, especially tough, I think, is when there's an event or something that you're looking forward to. It's not just the routine, day-to-day getting dressed, and you're ready to put on your outfit, or it's not an everyday outfit, and you just can't find anything that looks right or that feels like you or that fits right or that's, you know, seasonal. And that can really just you know, you'll end up spending too much time putting your clothes together. You walk out the door and you don't feel good about it. I know that I've felt like that a lot. And I know probably a lot of your clients have come to you in that space. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. I think most of the women I work with, it's like a a generalized, um, I don't know what's in style anymore. My body has changed. I don't know where to shop. I'm 30 now or 40. Um, And so it's more, not so much of a situational, like I have this event coming up. It's more of like my whole wardrobe. I'd like to burn it to the ground and start over. Can you, can you help me? Um, And so I try to focus on creating an intentional wardrobe with them so that when they get to those life events, they're not in a place where they're frustrated and frazzled because they understand their personal style. They have a wardrobe that meets their needs or they understand their personal style enough to find what they're looking for. Personal style. That's, I hear that word a lot. And uh, what would you define, how do you define personal style? So There's a lot of talk right now about the three-word method, and I do use that a lot with my clients. Um, But in an overarching kind of definition, I would say that personal style is when someone can look at something and say, oh, that's so Caroline, or (laughs) Jules would love this. That, to me, is a definition of personal style, like just... It's very unique to you, to your upbringing, um, to your environment. And it's not necessarily about the clothes, but it's about how you wear them. Um, And it's not about trends either. It's kind of a timeless thing. So what I try to teach my clients is to find words because it can be a very kind of abstract thing. But if you find those words, um, and a stylist named Alison Bornstein, I think is how you say her last name. Um, she's the first person I ever heard speak of it. I don't know if she's the first stylist to ever come up with it, but, um, I thought it was such a concrete way to, um, to present personal style in a way that can be easily repeated. So you find three words, like my three words are casual, classic, and minimal. Mm -hmm. And there's kind of, there's a a long process (laughs) that goes into finding them. But once you know that you can shop that way, that's how you shop. That's how you look at things and say, okay, does this fit in my wardrobe? 
because it's one of those three words or you're putting together an outfit and you're trying to figure out what's off about your outfit and you notice that it's not giving a a cool vibe. And so you're trying to find a piece that's going to give it that cool edge, you know? Um, So I, I think it's a very important uh, concept that has helped a lot of women really figure out how to shop, where to shop, and how to put together outfits in a way that feels like them. I, I went to the beach with my girlfriends not long ago, which was wonderful to get away with some girlfriends. I mean, I don't think I've done that <laughs> in a long time, but um, and we played the the three word game. Cause I'd seen it on a, on a YouTube video and I am, um, I already knew mine and I am classic, romantic and natural. Um, and I've loved it. And I found that really fit my personality too, but I taught each of them uh, and I showed the video. I poorly taught each of them the exercise and it was so fun. We all, there were four of us and we all just talked about it all weekend. And we, you know, we're like, Oh, is this, is this quirky? Is this cool? No, it's not. I'm going to toss it. <laughs> it, was, it gave you, it gave each of us kind of um, guidelines, you know, like yes. a, like parameters to to be within to help us find like what actually fits each person. Exactly. I love that. I love that because we have so, I mean, as women, as mothers, we have so much to think about throughout the day. And if we could just have a, a definition to go by, that would make our day that much easier, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> Big time. And if you could eat the same thing for breakfast every day, it helps you start your day off. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, so you had a time where you didn't feel so stylish, right? Yes. So we just moved to Utah about four years ago. And before that I was teaching and I was getting dressed every day. I loved my wardrobe. I loved getting dressed. My fellow teachers would come into my classroom in the morning and ask me advice about their outfits. I would take them shopping. Um, And then when we moved to Utah, I asked my husband, could I have some time to stay at home with our daughter and kind of like figure out if teaching was really what I wanted to do the rest of my life. Um, It just felt like the right time to do that. And then the pandemic hit and uh, there was a lot of leggings and sweatshirts and more leggings. I had a pair of leggings for every single day. (laughs) They were all black. And um, that navy blue pair for Sundays, right? (laughs) Right. Um, But yeah. And I honestly could say that I was depressed. Um, and I think there was a lot of factors surrounding that. I was um, just not connecting with other women here because of the pandemic, obviously, um, and, and just not using my brain outside of motherhood and my responsibilities at home. And um, I was napping, which I'm like, even when my kids were newborns, I was never a napper. Um, but I was like looking forward to that nap every single day when my, and, um, anyway, what changed for me was I joined a mops group. Um, do you know what mops is? I don't. What is it? Okay. It's mothers of preschoolers. So it's a nationwide, um, Oh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Greg. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's a group of moms. They have uh, childcare there for you. So your kids go into the childcare and then the moms all stay and we have a meeting. We eat brunch together. We either have a speaker or a craft or I just sit around and talk or play a game or something. Um, but that was like my one day a week that I was getting dressed up again. I was like, at that time, I was like re-wearing my teacher outfits because that's what my closet consisted of. Um, And I just noticed that I was looking forward to that day and getting dressed. I noticed my attitude changed. I like toward the day in general, um, I was like ready to get up, ready to get dressed and just wanted to be like more productive and more engaged. 
And so that was just kind of like, you know, me dipping my toe in the water and I would come home from mops and I would put my leggings back on. Um, and then we started going to church and that was like two days a week that I was getting dressed. And I just noticed the way I felt when I was getting dressed made a world of difference in my day, in my week, in the way I was treating my family and the way I was feeling about myself. So that, that was, yeah, that was hard for me. That was, that was a rough time. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I remember there was one thing that I bought at that time. I wasn't, I was having a hard time also with being a stay at home mom and not making any money. That was like the first time in my life that I was not receiving a paycheck. And my husband, um, he's a director of finance. And so he's, he's very financially responsible. Um, and so I always felt odd, uh, shopping at that time, which is another joy of mine. Um, it was, it was really hard for me to say like, Oh, I'd really like to get this new pair of jeans or whatever. But there was one blazer that I was dying to get. It was a, uh, black and white kind of plaid blazer. And I asked him like, would it be okay if I bought, I have never asked him to purchase any clothing (laughs) that I have bought, but I, for whatever reason, felt like I needed to ask him like, would it be okay if I bought this jacket? And he was like, well, if you think you're going to get a lot of use out of it. And I feel like that blazer just like set a spark in me that I was like, oh, I'm going to find a hundred ways to wear this blazer just so I can prove to him, you know, that, and I did, I loved it. And it just was like, Oh, I'm going to wear this with leggings and I'm going to wear it with jeans and I'm going to wear it over dresses. And, um, yeah, it was like that one piece of clothing that just really sparked and ignited that passion again, I think. That's, that's a, 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 such a cool story. I love that there's this one, it's like the catalyst for change, you know? Yeah. I think that sometimes like when you're in a depression or when you're, whenever something's going on inside of you, that's not your norm or it's not where you want it to be. It's great if you probably all, more often than not, you'll need to do the internal work, but sometimes you just need some of that exterior work to get you going, you know, like getting dressed can give you the, like the boost that you need, or it can give you the the confidence or even just the, the excitement to want to change and to come out of that depression, you know? And so I I'm all for doing whatever you need to do to pull yourself out of those dark times. And Whoa, thank you, Lord, for a black and white blazer, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, so with this, with this exciting change of the um the blazer creative uh explosion that you had, when did the idea to have a business come up? So that was another thing that I was exploring at the time. Like I said, I just I wasn't really sure if I wanted to go back to teaching, but we, I don't know about you, but I was raised in the mindset of like, you have to have a degree. If you don't have a degree, then, you know, Mm -hmm. what are are you going to do? And so in my mind, I'm thinking, well, my degree is in education and, um, I have a master's in literacy. So, um, what, what do I do with that? And, you know, my husband's saying, well, you could be a professor. And I'm like, that's the same thing as teaching. I don't, (laughs) I don't know if I want to do that, you know, but, um, I just wanted something to do, like I said before, about using my brain in a way outside of motherhood and being a wife. I just, I don't know. I probably get this from my dad. He can't sit still to save his life, but like, I just, I needed something to do. And my friend Amber is a beauty counter consultant. I don't know if it's a clean makeup brand. Yeah. One of my friends is a I, whatever you call it for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I reached out to her, I was using some of the products and I reached out to her and was like, okay, what, what's it mean for me to sign up for this? You know, how much is it going to cost? What's it going to be like? And so I just decided to give it a go. I'm like, why not? What else? (laughs) What have I got to lose? You know? Yeah. So I started doing that and was doing it for about a year 
And that really kind of sprung me into this creative space of like doing reels, putting myself out there on Instagram. And I got burned out pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, um, it's hard. It's, you know, it's hard to put yourself out there like that and um, not get a ton of feedback. And, you know, there's a lot of negativity surrounding network marketing and um, just to kind of overcome that. And so I had reached out to this network marketer um, and was talking to her and she was like talking to me about attracting people and in a way that wasn't necessarily about the skincare, it was like, what are, she asked me, what are you good at? Like if, if beauty counter was gone, if teaching wasn't, wasn't even, didn't even exist, what would you do? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, that's a really hard question. And she said, okay, well, I want you to post on your Instagram, post on your stories and ask the people that know you, ask them what you've ever helped them with or what they think you're good at. And I was like, okay. And I kind of had an idea of what was coming to me um, because I have been told for a lot of my life, like, oh, I wish that you could take me shopping. I wish that or you're so good at putting outfits together, you know, things like that. Um, you always look so cute. You always look so put together. It's out of feeling what was coming. But to me, that meant being an influencer. And I wasn't really keen on that. I had kind of dabbled in that when I was teaching. I like started posting my outfits and things when I was teaching. Um. I like the, the word stylist didn't even occur to me until my sister-in-law messaged me and she was like, you should be a stylist. And I was like, but I don't have a degree in that. I have zero experience. I've no, she was like, you don't need it. You're good at it. And people will want you to help them because you're good at it. And I was like, okay. I kind of, it was like slightly skeptical, but also like very excited about the prospect of like, really, this is like, okay, I mean, I'll think about it. And she had sent me some Instagram profiles of friends of hers. She's worked in the fashion industry uh, her whole career. And so she sent me some profiles of some friends who do styling. And I kind of looked through their websites and I reached out to a friend of mine who had said to me, I wish you could take me shopping. And I said, can I please take you shopping? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. And I just dove in headfirst, honestly, like just went all in. And um, my friend from Mops was my guinea pig. And um, she, I told her she didn't have to pay me. She insisted on paying me. I said, okay, you can pay me $25 an yeah. hour, you know? So she paid me like $75 for like our whole shopping trip or something. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of the flow of, of how things got started. That story is wonderful. And I think I know for so many people and myself included before I found this, um, it's really hard to piece together what you really like and what you're really good at and what can translate into a job and a purpose, you know, mm -hmm. and so you had something in your life you'd always been good at and other people spoke into your life. Your sister-in-law for one was like, you need to do this. Mm -hmm. And and I'm not saying that everybody who tells you what you need to do, you should listen to. But every now and then, someone just has the the outside wisdom to speak into you. And then they're just right. And suddenly it opens your eyes. And then what I really love about what you said is you got so excited just thinking about the possibility of it. And I experienced that too when I thought about becoming a coach and uh, running retreats, which is a part of this also for me. And there's this moment, I think, not for everybody, but for a lot of people where you feel this, this just, oh man, that's so cool. I wish I could do that. Um, mm -hmm. And that I think is a really important key. And then the rest of it is up to you and research and other people and God and just this whole pack of things that need to work to help you find your way. But I think that that excitement of, oh, I really, I really want to do this. And I wish I could do that. I think that that's important for anybody listening, if you're wondering, but I think that's important when you're, when you're finding your path. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so I, I love that you had a guinea pig. And, well, I'm, I'm curious too about, so your friend 
she paid you $25. And that brings up a question I've got that I've always had about a stylist. So I've always thought I would love to have a stylist, but if I do, you have to pay the stylist and then they're going to want to get these really nice clothes. And then you're going to be out like $8,000 in one afternoon. <laughs> I've always been just afraid of the, the budget of working with a stylist and what they would. I think part of this is from um, Stacy and Clinton, which I think you used to watch too. Yes. Yeah. What was their show? What <laughs> um, not to wear. What not to wear. But they would always take these just regular people and they had, you know, $5,000 that was given to them, but they just blow it. And they were like, well, mm -hmm. you need to buy $800 jeans because look. <laughs> so I think Stacy and Clinton made me scared. They made me inspired by stylists and scared of them all at once. And so what can you uh, talk to me a little bit about um, just how realistic it is um, for for working with a stylist and, and working with how about working with you in particular? I know you've got um, you've got a couple of ways to work with you, don't you? Yes. So um, I totally understand. And honestly, I've been working on pricing my services because I want it to be something that is affordable because I just, I just really feel like it's so important. Um, but I have two services. Um, my main service is called uh, style reset and it's basically like a comprehensive, you know, when I talked about the person who wants to burn all their clothes and start <laughs> completely over. Yeah. Um, we don't do that. We don't get rid of <laughs> everything, but there's a closet edit where we go in and we get rid of the things that are no longer serving them. And while we're doing that, we're going through those personal style words and I'm noticing, I'm hearing them say elevated and I'm looking in their closet and seeing neutral colors and, um, you know, so I'm, I'm taking note of those things and we're talking through that. And I'm also making a list of items that I feel like they probably need in their wardrobe to be able to maximize it. Um, and then I go shopping for them and I do this both virtually and in person. Um, but for virtual clients, it's um, online shopping. And so I present them a PDF with tops, bottoms, shoes, accessories, jackets, depending on the season. Um, and they're clickable links. We hop on a Zoom call and I say, okay, here's why I picked this out. We talk through the things that, um, you know, maybe, and here's another part of the budget piece, you know, they'll say like, okay, I have um, $1,000 to spend right now. And I always tell my clients, you can buy some things you can buy everything. It's up to you. I'm not going to force you to purchase anything. Um, but what I want them to look at it as like a wish list. And so on the call, we try to prioritize, okay, if you were only purchasing five items right now, here's what I would recommend you purchase. And then the rest of it kind of becomes a, as budget permits, as sales happen, you're going to want to get these items too, or something very similar. Right. That's, um, I think that's a great way to, well, you're, you're meeting people where they are. Yes. And, and I always try to also ask them budget wise, like, okay, what kind of stores are we looking at? You know, um, that way I know whether to present them with items from J crew or from, you know, somewhere much more expensive. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so then after that, we do an outfit pairing. So either on Zoom or in person, we go back in their closet and I say, okay, let's try your new jeans. Let's think of a couple outfits. Like I was just on a client call the other day for her outfit pairing and she um, had a couple tops that she wanted to make day appropriate, night appropriate and work appropriate. And so like with each top, we would basically go through and make three outfits with each top um, and switch up shoes and accessories as we went. And then she, we were taking pictures so that she could later remember those outfits because I don't expect my clients <laughs> to remember these things off the top of their head. Um, so that is my style reset. And of course, along the way, I'm like, taking notes and sending them, you know, notes uh, from our time together so that they have a record of the things that we talked about. Um, yeah. And so that package is currently $1,500. For well, I uh, bet you really get to know somebody's style and help them 
help them learn their own style as well during this? Yeah, I I mean, with my background in education, my hope is that I am teaching them along the way some tools and skills that they'll be able to use on their own eventually. You know, some of some of my clients that I just finished with, they want to work together again in the fall and the winter because we really focused on kind of spring summer clothes. Um, so, I mean, I would hope that working together in that period that I've taught them enough that they can, you know, like my students at the end of the year, go on and, <laughs> and graduate to, to first grade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, just really learn enough to be able to shop on their own, put outfits together on their own and um, spread their wings and fly. <laughs> well, you know, that's, I love to get on Pinterest and I think that, uh, people shopping for like outfit ideas is one of, uh, I might be making this up, like one of the top three or four searches on Pinterest, why people are on there is for uh, style inspiration. And I, I am, you know, I feel clear about my style, but often as I think a lot of people do, you have an, you'll see something on Pinterest and you'll think, Ooh, I want to try that or a version on it. And you try it on and you think, whoa, <laughs> this is this is not cute at all. This is just the proportions are off or the print's too wacky. Or uh, So do you have any tips for us on how um, how to put something together where you look like pulled together? So th- I think there's a lot that goes into that statement, <laughs> into that question. Layer it out. Tell me all about it. Well, I, I think that for one thing, I think there's a high, um, I hear the, the phrase put together comes to me a lot in my, from my clients, from, um, my consultation calls. Like, you know, I'll ask if I had a magic wand, uh, and could do anything in your wardrobe, what would that look like? And a lot of clients will say, or, um, they'll say, I just want easy outfits that are comfortable and look put together. Like that, that's would be the statement of a majority of my clients, but put together means something different for everyone. And so it, it, it really goes back to those style words and your lifestyle and, um, you know, are we, are we looking put together in like a matching athleisure outfit or are we looking put together to go to the, go to lunch with girlfriends? Are we looking put together to go to work or to work from home? Um, so I think there's kind of, um, it, it, it's hard to answer (laughs) that for without knowing the exact situation. That's such um, a great stylist response. <laughs> so great. It's just like, well, it depends on who you are and how you are. And I, I that's, yeah. that's true about everything. And I love that you don't have a pet answer for it. Um, I think that's a really wonderful answer that I don't want. <laughs> it just, it's so, it's so personal, honestly. Um, because I could say, put on a bunch of jewelry. Well, what if you're, what if you have minimal, what if one of your style words is minimal? You don't wear a lot of jewelry, you know? Um, well, how so about it, this? What, um, what is something that you believe about how we should dress ourselves that you find to be pretty universal? What's something that you like a, a fashion or style belief that you really hold on to? I think something that that I w- want everyone to know is that it's accessible for anyone. It's not something you have to be born with. It is something you can learn, but you have to put in the effort. You have to find value in it. Um, and it's a trial and error process. It's, it's not an overnight, you know, I think that's the hard thing about the Pinterest going back to the Pinterest question. Um, I think that's the hard thing is like, you look at these pictures and you think, wow, they really, that's effortless for them, but you didn't see them get dressed that morning. Like you didn't see them try on five different outfits and, you know, three pairs of shoes and, um, 
you know, it's, we, we see these images and think that those things have to be attainable today. And I think it's a journey, you know, and I, and again, I think it's so personal. The reason it's the reason you're seeing those Pinterest pictures and not seeing that on you, not feeling like you're pulling that off is because that isn't you, you know, you don't want to be a copy and paste version of someone else. You want to be you. That's, I think that's a great, uh, philosophy, belief, and, you know, another like guideline to go by. And I love what you said about it being accessible and almost like, um, almost like a muscle or something that you just have to practice. Yes. Yeah, I, it is. I absolutely, um, you know, with the dress up thing, sometimes when I'm doing those, the reels where I'm putting on, you know, five different ways to wear linen pants or whatever, (laughs) I put together outfits that I never would have thought of because I'm, stretching that muscle, you know, and I'm thinking, Oh, what about this? You know? And it's like this snowball effect of, Oh, and I could try this, you know, but you, you have to be open to trying things and you have to stretch that muscle. So can you, um, give us any, um, I guess, encouragement for some women who are having just a really tough time finding that joy in their closet and then with their clothes, whether it's a new body they have, or it's um, just not liking their stuff or just not feeling creative. Um, I really like what you've said about just stretching the muscle and it being accessible. And um, can you, yeah, do you have any encouragement for someone who just is really bummed out by clothes? Yes. So my, biggest encouragement would be to take baby steps. I I actually just created a freebie around reclaiming your personal style and falling back in five steps to fall back in love with your wardrobe. And I just really lay out the, the little things that you can do when you're in that exact situation. That sounds um, good. Can we have it? Yes. Yes. Okay. You can have it. Absolutely. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. You're going to get it guys. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But the number one thing I would say, and this kind of goes back to my own experience, um, when I was just not feeling my greatest with my style, is just those baby steps of like, just get dressed for one thing, you know, like when I was getting dressed for mops and I was coming home and putting my leggings back on, like I was only dressed for three hours, but boy, it felt good. You know, it just gave you that, just gave me that little nudge to try harder. I mean, the same as when I first started working out regularly, like I don't enjoy working out. It is not something I do for enjoyment. (laughs) Um, but I am to a point now where I'm working out five mornings a week and, um, it feels good. I know why I need to do it. And it's become a routine. Um, but it took me working out one more day. So I started with one day a week and then it was two days, you know, and just building up those little steps and, um, you know, there's a, and even if it's just like my blazer situation, you know, like buying one new thing that you've had on your list for a while, that's really just going to spark that excitement for you and bring that joy into, you know, wanting to even try to try to get dressed again. Um, just there's, there's little things that you can do, but you just got to take it one step at a time and give yourself lots of grace. Mm. Does that black and white blazer still have a place in your rotation? It, it is in my closet. Um, I will say that I did not wear it as much this winter for whatever reason. I don't know why, but it's, it's, it's still there. It's still there. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. Well, uh, I just talking to you, I feel like I'd be missing an opportunity if I didn't ask you what, um, do you have a favorite outfit or oh, favorite that's- piece? That's so hard. Well, someone asked me the other day, or maybe it was on, you know, that app threads now that everyone's using. I think it's someone- a new thing. I have to learn about it. Well, I don't know. No. I'm not, I'm not, I, I mean, it's fine. I, it's, it's maybe not for me. I can't decide. <laughs> I'm not into most of the stuff. I'm, I'm not real into social media, which makes it tough to run a business. But um, yeah. I, my impression is it's a nicer version of TikTok. Twitter. Of Twitter? Twitter. Yeah. Twitter. Because it's all, it's mostly words. 
But someone when asked, words never hurt anybody. <laughs> right, right. Someone asked, um, what's the oldest item you have in your closet or what's your favorite dress? I forget. Anyway, it reminded me I've had this leopard print dress in my closet for six years now. And it's still one of my very favorite things to style. Um, but I would say my go-to outfit is usually like a button up, a white button up and jeans. Like girl, I love a button up. Yeah. Just old reliable. <laughs> exactly. And it's never out of style. You always ever. look classic and polished. Yes. Okay. Well, okay. And I, another opportunity, um, what makes you feel the most beautiful? What's something you've done to yourself, like a beauty care routine or beauty care, a skincare routine or something, or, or put yourself in certain clothes. When do you feel most beautiful? Hmm. That's a good question. I, I love a red lip moment. Mm. When I put on red lipstick, there's something about it that just makes me feel very, yeah, beautiful, sexy and beautiful. Oh, that's great. And how do you wear that? I, I feel like red lip comes with a lot of mindset baggage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, so. I, I try to keep it very, like, I feel like the last time I wore it, I was wearing a button down or like a button up in jeans. So I try to keep the rest of my outfit pretty casual, pretty minimal and the rest of your makeup minimal so that the red lip kind of speaks for itself. And, you know, whenever I feel chicken to wear something that's kind of bold, like a bold lip or something, I try to give myself a little pep talk. You know, you've got one life and and you're not going to get any better looking than this. It's going down. <laughs> you've got one life. And when you're 80, you're going to wish that you'd worn that hot pink lipstick. Do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> Do it for your 80-year-old self, girls. YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jess, before I ask you our wrap-up questions, is there anything else you want to say? Have I missed anything that you'd like to put out? Oh, I know I've missed something. And then how about you tell me what else I've missed? Okay. Your group, you have a membership, right? Oh, yes. So I just started a few months ago my style membership. And you were speaking earlier to budget and being mm -hmm. nervous. So the style membership was kind of the answer to that. Because honestly, when I set out to price my services, I thought, what about the other women yeah. that can't afford to work with me, but I still want to work with them and I still want to help them. You know, the women like me who are asking their husbands, like, can I buy this blazer? <laughs> um, so that there was born the style membership. And so it's $25 a month. Um, and in it, there are a group of moms who are so supportive of each other. I love them. Um, we have a weekly discussion question that usually leads to me giving, you know, lots of style coaching. Um, there is, two, there are two lives a month and the group is pretty small right now. And so basically I ask them like, Hey, what do you want me to talk to you guys about? Um, and so uh, last week our live was about styling something in your closet that you love, but you never wear. And so I gave tips for that. Um, and then every other Saturday we do selfie Saturday, mm -hmm. which is where the women, um, in the group learn to analyze their outfits to figure out, what's missing, why it's not feeling right. Or, you know, like my friend Jules posted one the other day and she was just feeling herself. And we just were like, yeah, you look great. <laughs> like way to go, you know? Um, so yeah, it is, we have bonus speaker, you know, guest speakers. We, I put my book club recommendations in there. Mm -hmm. It's just, a, it's, it's been really fun and I've really enjoyed it. And I, and I, think I hope that the women in the membership they've told me so I know they do that they are getting a lot of value out of it as well oh man I might hop in there that sounds like a cozy group I'd like to be a part of so I might be seeing more of you miss yes I you know I've been starting to put on our on my my tagline is you can sit with us you know it's like uh, the very first thing I asked them was 
what do you want to get out of this group? Or like, what's your goal? And a majority of them said, I just want to get out of my leggings more often. And so if you want to get out of your leggings more often, this is the group for you. Because we're all (laughs) setting goals and encouraging each other. That's another thing. We set a goal, a small goal every month to help you move your style forward. Um, And yeah, yeah. Mm. That's wonderful. I love that you've done that. And um, okay, have I missed anything that you would like to uh, you'd like to throw out there? Um, I don't think so. I think we covered a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I've liked this. Yeah. Um, all righty, let's get to our questions. Okay. Um, okay. So we've covered. Sounds like we've covered everything that anyone could ever want to know about anything, and we've we've. We've uh, accomplished a great good for the world in our conversation today. (laughs) I hope so. Yeah. So, okay, I've got questions for you. The uh, wrap-up questions that I ask all of my guests. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so you've taken the What's Your Joy Style quiz. I Um, did. What are you and what did you most resonate with? So I am a joy writer. And I was reading through the description and I'm like, okay, okay. I'm, I'm really bad at these personality quizzes because I <laughs> typically disagree with them. Um, but what really struck me was at the end where it says what we need, what Joywriter needs, plan, time management, money management, and clarity on values. That is me to a T. Like if I don't know what else is me, all of those things, check, 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 check. <laughs> Good. Let's see. Uh, what is your favorite simple luxury? Um, probably pa- painted nails, getting pedicure, manicure, having my nails painted. Nice. Um, what is the most beautiful place you've ever been to? Oh, this kind of, this hurts a little to say <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like I need to experience more. But honestly, Utah, Utah is so incredibly beautiful. Tell us about it. I, take us on a tour of Utah. My parents have been there. We, they live in Alabama and okay. they just went, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago to Utah for the first time and have been back like three times because they thought it was so beautiful. They keep returning instead of going to new places. So take us on a quick little tour of it the is. beauties of Utah. Well, I mean, right outside my my home are the mountains. I mean, we're 15 minutes away from the base of the mountains. Um, and so just waking up to those, the, the sun rising over those every morning is, is pretty incredible. Um, the best sunsets in the world. I mean, they, the, the sun reflects back onto the mountains because the mountains are in the East and the mountains turn pink in the evenings, which is kind of incredible. Um, and they're actually green this summer. <laughs> we, we got a, a lot of snow, so they look even, even prettier. Um, and then we have these reservoirs everywhere that are surrounded by the mountains that we will go paddle boarding at. Um, and then you go to Southern Utah and there are these red rocks and you look like you're on Mars and just things you've never seen in your life, these huge arches and, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of indescribable. I've never been to the Grand Canyon, but a lot of people who have will know that it's, it's somewhat similar to that. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's really, really beautiful. Mm, I feel like I'm there. Thank you for taking us. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, all right, moving on. What is a product or a ritual or something that we need to know about that brings you joy? Uh, music. Yeah, my, so (laughs) I always tell my husband, he has written the soundtrack to our memories. He, he's the playlist king and, um, he makes, yeah, he makes the best playlists and listening to music with him while we're cooking or just sitting outside. And, um, that's my favorite thing. Oh, I love it. That's great. Um, what is one of your big obstacles to joy? Comparison. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole Pinterest thing. I got I have to be careful about social media and comparison and it's been like that my whole life. So, it's just something I'm still working on. That's something that's so great that you know. You know, you are you know that about yourself. That's the first thing you have to do is you know it and then you learn how to either grow it or manage it or just protect yourself. You know, I think that's uh very wise. Yeah. 
What do you love about being a woman? Well, I, and this shouldn't come as much of a surprise, but getting dressed up. <laughs> I think of like when I think of getting dressed up, I think of like Cleopatra and how she, you know, the Egyptians, I think, would use makeup there. I don't know what they use, but they would find elements in the earth and they would use makeup and they would they would adorn themselves. And I think that's just it's just human nature to want to play dress up, you know, and that needs a fact check big time, but it is something. I know they use something. I just don't remember what. Oh, I um, believe it. <laughs> okay. In three words, what is the meaning of life? <sighs> this was a good one. I, I really liked thinking about this. Good. So present, like being present, mm -hmm. experience, um, and love. Oh, those are good. Those are good. Approved. Um, <laughs> okay. What prayer or blessing or wish would you like to give to the people that are listening to us right now? So, you know, I, th I thought about my clients who, who give me their magic wand answer. And so I want that for them that they would never have to say, I don't have anything to wear ever again because they love every piece of their wardrobe and know exactly how to style their clothes in a way that just feels good and true to them. That's great. Jessica, remind us how we can find you. So my website is www.jessicabstyling.com and I am on all socials, well, most socials as at Jessica B styling. Um, and that is B like bird bananas. Yes. Yes. And, and yeah, please okay. send me a DM, reach out, say hi. I would love to chat. Thank you so much for coming. This has been, it's been a treat. Thank you for having me. All right. Catch you later, girl. Bye. Bye. Okay, so I told you that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> I think anytime you're talking about um, just clothes and, and what your 80-year-old self wants from you, that's it's just bound to be a good time, right? Uh, my 80-year-old self, for the record, wants me to wear more shorts. Okay, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> but I want you to think of what are some of your takeaways from today's episode? Um, what... Is your 80-year-old self begging you to do? What does she want you to wear so she can feel proud? I did it. <laughs> Now's the time. But it is true. Now's the time. What is it you want to do? Um, what's holding you back? And, and do you need any help? Uh, Jessica is available if you need help. Uh, check out the show notes. I've got her, her freebie in there, and that is uh, How to Fall in Love with Your Wardrobe Again. It's a guide. And also $10 off of her membership that she talked about. And that is Jessica at Jessica B, the letter B, styling.com. And I am makeitjoy.com. You can also send me an email, caroline at makeitjoy.com. I'd love to hear from you. Um, we can shoot the breeze or you can ask me something in particular or just say hello. I love that too. Um, and uh, oh, and this week, remember, only this week, 30% off of every single coaching package I have. Happy launch week, all capital letters. That's what you're looking for. And um, that is just available for the first 10 people uh, who purchase it this week. And I hope you've enjoyed yourself. That is my intention for you. I want you to listen to the show and know that you're going to have a good time. You're going to be uplifted. You are listening to someone who who cares for you and wants the absolute best for you. Okay, so let's keep the party rolling. I will see you tomorrow. Okay, gang, that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you've been inspired, encouraged, and have had a great time. If you'd like to know more about working with me, having me as your own personal coach, check out my website, www.makeitjoy.com. You'll also find all of my resources, recommendations, and freebies on there as well. If this podcast is your kind of thing, I would so appreciate your support. Please leave me a five-star review and help spread the word. If you'd like to say hello, I would love to hear from you. Send an email to caroline at makeitjoy.com. I will read it and I will get back to you. I love the Make It Joy community. Y'all are a really beautiful, lovely group of people, and I appreciate you all so much. 
Enjoy being you. Enjoy your life and go make it joy. I'll see you next time. Thank you.